this is actually a very scriptural song. Like forget <laughs> forget about the fact that it's talking about taking Getting somebody higher home at than night. the empire. Yeah, state. exactly. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. talking about how <laughs> how it's actually a scriptural based song. It's like don't push it. Come on. You've reached the end of the tape. Please flip to side B. It's like, don't push it. Come on. I mean, but but it goes to show you, though, because we're trying to be, you know, a lot of people try to be very cool just to try and get, bring people in. Right. They, they yeah. take the evangelization and the new evangelization to be uh, to be as well. Let's just adopt everything from the culture, bring it in to bring everybody in. But, uh, like you know, said, right. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a little much there, you think? <laughs> but let me let me go ahead and read to you uh, another Bible verse. It's from uh, James, chapter three, verse one. And all of us here who are teachers, and you don't have to be a teacher just in the classroom, but a teacher of the faith to let this hit you. It says, let not many of you become teachers, my brethren, for you know that we who teach shall be judged with greater strictness. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that scared the crud out of me when I was a teacher. Yeah. When I was a, a theology teacher, that scared the crud. Oh, out yeah. of me. So whenever I said something, I would not yeah. dare teach something I was not living yeah. or at least trying to live. What was you? Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I couldn't look at those kids in the eye and say, OK, I'm living this fully. You know, I would I would oftentimes say, you know, like, yeah, the church is, is full of hypocrites. I, I'm probably the biggest one right here. And you know there's what? There's always room for one more. The the thing about teaching is the kids can read right through you. Oh, yeah. That if you yeah. if you try to come up with some some lie or just just anything they will read right through you and say there's something not right there yeah so so to me i remember reading that actually in college in one of my cate uh, catechetics classes or catechesis classes and it, it hit me it hit me like a ton of bricks it was like all right so you're not just wanting to participate but you're wanting to participate and now you're being brought on to a whole nother level so mm -hmm. when you die and you face god it's like you're not just going to be held to the same accountability as everybody else but you were one of the people that were put in charge that Christ put in charge of others. And like, uh, like the scripture verse of the day says, you know, it's better that, uh, that a millstone be tied around your neck than, than to, to lead one of these to, to sin. So uh, talk about, talk about a, a call, right? Um, yeah. yeah. So I can only imagine just we as teachers, I, I know there's a lot of struggle, especially amongst the administration, but uh, just, it, it really makes me feel for the, for the priests that are struggling out there. So, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about, in your personal opinions, uh, what is it that you guys think has contributed uh, on a personal level, not just all the stuff that you've talked about, obviously, um, to the decline in the Catholic identity within schools. Um, I was looking at some things and I, I saw that that, that there was over 210,000 Catholic schools worldwide that inclu includes elementary, high schools, and colleges. And then I also read in the National Catholic Education Association that over the last 50 years, there's been two 
reasons why there's been major declines in enrollment. The first is the sex scandals, obviously, right? <laughs> that's I think that's a duh, right? Moment yep. there. Uh, the second is the pandemic, obviously the financial uh, ability for people to send students, uh, their children to Catholic schools, right? Um, and the third, in my opinion, would be uh, people no longer believe in Catholic schools, right? That's one that I would add. In America alone, there's been over 200 schools that have closed just in the last year. That's a lot of schools. Yeah. The radical secularization of Catholic schools in America is very evident. We see all this uh, going on within the last two years. We see, uh, I believe in Indiana, uh, there is a Catholic school, a Jesuit school, right, Edgar, that uh, the bishop revoked its Catholic identity because uh, there was a member of their faculty that was uh, openly gay and married, and they refused to uh, fire that member of their faculty. So the bishop said, okay, you're no longer a Catholic school, right? Um, there was other, that other uh, school in Florida that uh, there was a family that donated like $1.5 million. If you guys remember that story that happened over the summer, uh, and then the school totally turned like woke. They started promoting, uh, you know, critical race theory and gender theory and even promoting abortion. Uh, that family was conservative. So they literally sued the school in Florida for, um, for doing that. Uh, and the list goes on. There's another school in Chicago I was reading about, Loyola Academy, <clears throat> Jesuit school again. Uh, mm, and then there's right. a ton of different schools here in LA, there's which I'm going to get into. Yeah, there's a ton of schools in LA, which I'm going to get into my own personal uh, experiences right now. But but I want to open this conversation about what do you think is the reason why uh, the Catholic identity has declined uh, from your personal experience within Catholic education? Um, what is it? What 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 do you think is keeping the faith from being taught? in the Catholic school when Catholic schools are called Catholic <laughs> and you get in trouble for teaching Catholic teachings. <laughs> um, so I guess I, I, I just kind of said one, but I don't know you guys, I'll open it up to you guys. I just wanted to kind of introduce that. Well, if I had the answer to that question, we'd uh, solve all the issues of the world, wouldn't I? <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> geez, that's a, that's a difficult one. Um, I will say this. I think we've gotten away from what Catholic education is supposed to be. If you look at, so my friend, my Eastern Catholic friend who I just mentioned, he started working at a public school and he's having a bit of a hard time. And what he told me, and one thing that I experienced when I was teaching uh, was that all of these professional developments, spiritual retreats that are going on at these schools are literally just cut and paste from public schools. The, the Catholic identity has been completely stripped away. And I think uh, a lot of it comes from, of course, the, uh, the culture. A lot of it comes from, um, as, uh, as I think, what's the name? Patrick Coffin calls it the pelvic issues, right? Uh, it's, it's a lot of the, the pelvic issues, the, like the sexual issues. How nowadays, I mean, even 10 years ago, the, the, the sexual issues were not as big as they are now. I mean, it's when, uh, when gay marriage was passed, uh, just, a, you know, six, seven years ago, I was telling, I was sitting at the table with my brother and my sister and saying, watch, give it 20, 30 years. You're, you're going to start hearing that uh, men believe that they're women and women believe that they're men and people are going to be defending that. 
It only took about six, five, six years for that to happen. <laughs> and, um, and Catholic schools are adopting that. So when I was uh, teaching, I think it was my second year of teaching, I was in class and I had a student, very, very bright student. And uh, he came up to me after class one day and said, hey, uh, Mr. Lujano, there's, there's this thing that's happening during our, uh, our seventh period, which is kind of just like a study period. And he said, um, and they're bringing in, it's, it was called like LGBTQ and allies. And I, I was like, what do you mean? And he says, yeah, they're bringing this in. The theology department was never informed. Uh, the priest, nobody was informed. It was, it was just, it was an English teacher who's very, very far left and very, very, very liberal minded. Uh, I think even antagonistic towards the Catholic faith. And was he fired? And, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just want to, just want to get, no, she wasn't, she was, she wanted, she was encouraged to be there. She eventually left because she was offered, offered more money at a public school. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, so she wow. was, yeah. And she was actually the, um, the teacher, the teaching coach for all the new incoming teachers, which she was wow. coaching me when I was there, which is really interesting. Wow. And it was very interesting because uh, she would come into my classroom and I actually had, you know, that famous picture of the prodigal son yeah, where yeah, yeah. The, the prodigal son is, is yeah. kneeling before the father and he's yeah, holding yeah, yeah. him. And then she said, uh, she said, you want me to ruin that picture for you? It looks like he's giving him a BJ like sacred art, like just like the comments that she was making. So very antagonistic towards the wow. faith and even had a teacher uh, during during one of uh, one of our sessions, um, uh, I said, "Well, I'm discussing uh, love." I went. I was. It was the introduction of Jesus Christ, and I was like, "I'm introducing introducing who God is." So I'm starting at the point of love, and I said, "I'm reading the the document by Pope Benedict the Sixteenth, Deus Caritas Est, on love." And one of the one of the teachers said, "Is like, are you sure he's qualified to speak about that?" <laughs> so it's kind of like, so you can you can and he and this person went to a Catholic school, granted. All right, so so the people, the administration, there are very antagonistic towards the faith. It's, it's, it's blatantly obvious. So going back to this event that happened, I ended up, uh, I ended up complaining to the, uh, to the head of the theology department at the time. And he went up to the principal and we were all the theology department was invited to go listen to this, to this conversation. And it was nothing but indoctrination. Where was the Catholic introduction of understanding of any of this? It was gone. There was nothing there. It was straight, like, copy and paste from your secular political views and paste it into a Catholic school and tons of students attended. It was an option for them to opt in. And we had a pretty full classroom full of students to go. Well, afterwards we had a meeting, the Jesuits came along, uh, the good old, my good old buddies, the Jesuits. And we had a meeting afterwards and saying, okay, well, let's, let's have a conversation about this, right? It's always about having a conversation for the church to bend its knee to, to these political ideologies. Mm -hmm. Well, well, we had this meeting and uh, before the meeting, I was actually talking to the Jesuit priest along with a former colleague. And we were saying, you know, Father, there's there's these Catholic organizations that that, that continue to go in line that are approved by the Catholic Church to to tend to these people, to the to the things that they're going through without fully embracing this ideology. And I, and I mentioned courage.org. And it's like, you know, they're they're a good organization. And he looked me dead mm -hmm. in the eye and said, he said, look, Edgar, um, I know they're approved by the church, but they're wrong and they shouldn't be approved by the church. Just like, just basically calling them out. And to me, it was, it was, it was wow. very telling of where this situation was going. So when we went into the classroom, into this classroom to have this conversation, I started to bring up, I was like, well, we need to bring up curriculum that introduces proper understanding of sexuality from the Catholic perspective. And I brought up, let's talk about the theology of the body, but Pope John Paul II. 
And immediately the campus minister who, let me tell you, is still there saying, um, there's some problematic things about that. I don't, I don't think that's a proper way of going about it because uh, there's some things that, that aren't, you know, aren't necessarily good. So basically saying that they don't fall in line to secular understanding. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and, and the majority of these people are still there at the school. Sad. Here in Sacramento. And I'm not going to call out the name, though I should. But I, I, I think, uh, look, I'll just leave it at this. <laughs> Pope Bishop Robert Barron came out with a video not too long ago. And he oh. said, um, he said that most Catholic schools, and I know the, whether we believe, you know, follow Bishop Barron or not, you know, I still, uh, Prince of the church. Um, okay. Here he we go. said that most, most schools who call themselves Catholic that do not teach the Catholic faith should be shut down. Oh, he wow. said that. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was, I thought you I was, were going to go another way with this. So I was like, uh. no, 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 no. So, so when he, <laughs> when I was, uh, when I watched that video, Sorry, I was like, everybody should be listening to this. Everybody should listen to this. Yeah. And all these schools, uh, yeah, all of them should be strip, stripped of their Catholic, of the Catholic identity. Because if you go back and you actually look at the things that they're teaching, they are far gone from Catholic, from Catholic education. Yeah. They're just teaching copy and paste secular curriculum. And the Catholic stamp is just there by celebrating a couple of masses and having a couple of Jesuit priests there. That's all it is. Yeah. Your Metropolitan is awesome. Um, your Archbishop um up there who was the metropolitan uh the archbishop or the the, lo- the, the archbishop, local yeah the archbishop yeah oh, Corleone. Corleone? oh he's yeah. amazing he should be a cardinal obviously and we we talked about that uh yeah. but but we're not going to get into that i just wanted to point out uh, a couple years ago he had i think it was in 2016 he had all the uh people who were working for the catholic faith uh take an oath that they would not only live by the catholic faith but they would teach the catholic faith and there was so much backlash from uh oh, from yeah. politicians oh, yeah. saying that because he was saying like if you if you're not i'm gonna you're gonna get fired etc and they're like how dare you threaten people's employment da, da, da. and you remember he he responded very simply he says um oh you're gonna criticize me for not having people within my institution that believe in the same mission um, let me ask you something, uh, politicians, you, would you hire people to run your campaign who were secretly going to vote for the opposition or did not believe in, uh, the things that you were legislating for, <laughs> right? And he just like shut them all up because you don't do that. You get people on the same team, right? A yep. house that's divided and can't stand. Obviously, if you're not with me, you're against me. Hello. It's very logical principles, of of running an institution um and right. yeah, he's the man i love cordialini he's he's awesome yeah what do you got to say denny no i'm just disheartened to hear about those things uh, that edgar mentioned but obviously it's it's well known at this point and i think that um it just comes back full circle to what we were saying at the beginning of the podcast um that we're you know in a battle and it's the church has been infiltrated um and it's not an accident that we're in this situation that we're currently in and Catholic education. Um, going back to the scripture passage, uh, gospel of Luke chapter 17, verse one through two, it's, it's clear that Jesus knew this would happen <clears throat> and he warned people about it. And as Edgar mentioned, the passage from James that um, teachers are going to be judged more harshly, right? Was that from James Edgar? Yeah. yeah. James, James chapter James, three, chapter three. Yeah. So, 
so clearly this is something that's been warned. Um, and ultimately, you know, what is all this about? It's about the salvation of souls, right? We're, we're, we want to educate our children, you know, the next generation so they can become saints. When I taught at Chesterton Academy in Buffalo, which is an amazing school, um, and I, I recommend it, you know, it's, it's a network across the world that they taught solid Catholicism. And ultimately, you know, the, the students there were amazing. Um, they were well-mannered. They were, they were socially, um, you know, they weren't awkward or anything. They were socially matured. They uh, loved, you know, just loved academics. They loved sports, all the above. I mean, it was just well-rounded. And, you know, these schools are popping up. And again, there's a battle, obviously, Franciscan, Ave Maria, um, you know, these different colleges compared to Notre, uh, Notre Dame um, or Catholic University of America, Georgetown. you know, Georgetown, right? Franciscan, Ave Maria, Christendom, these are schools that are, you know, sometimes Aquinas. I mean, these are schools that are competing now against uh, these other, um, you know, schools that are well known but they become again infiltrated right and so yeah. it, it's 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 a battle at the end of the day and we need to keep that focus um and and not lose that so uh, what's the solution wow that's that's uh that's a loaded question what's the solution maybe i mean we can continue that but i i, I did i did want to say a couple things and just in my experience that uh the reason why i think the schools are losing their Catholic faith. And obviously first and foremost, you got liberal priests, liberal nuns, um, tread lightly. You Javier, you're of, still working there. You got, you got, you got a bunch. You got a bunch of non-Catholics being hired. Um, you know, again, I'm, I'm not, you know, anti, you know, uh, you know, any other religion, but Catholicism, but at the same time, again, if you're going to work at a Catholic school, I don't care if you're Jewish. I don't care if you're atheist, whatever you are. First of all, I don't think that's the best route to go. I think you should hire somebody who's a practicing Catholic. But if you're going to hire somebody that's not Catholic, they should at least respect the faith and not bring their own ideology to the school. And bringing faculty members that are not Catholic to the school with these very strong um, belief systems is, is just not working. Um, and then compromising the faith, uh, you know, for the sake of what enrollment, for the sake of growing an enrollment or keeping your enrollment, um, is, is really sad. It's really sad. I, I, I've taught at so many Catholic schools and one of the most, uh, disheartening things that I ever, uh, schools that I taught, I was at an all girl Catholic school in LA where, um, not only you know, the gay culture was promoted, but it was encouraged uh, to come out uh, transgender, uh, to use uh, personal uh, pronouns with the students, all this stuff. And I remember when I was teaching them religion in the summer that I had these girls write a personal journey of their faith. And regardless of whether they believed in God or not, just talk about faith and your experience with the faith and all that. And I will never forget that more than 80% of these girls said that they all used to, they all went to a Catholic elementary school in LA somewhere. And they had all these um, misconceptions of what the Catholic church was, but it wasn't until they got to this all girl Catholic school that they had an epiphany and they realized what the Catholic church really was. In other words, 
they lost their Catholic faith going to a Catholic high school. Um, it's one of those schools where you're like, it would have been better for these girls to have gone to a public school than not to go to this Catholic school at all because they, la- they lost their Catholic faith at this Catholic school, which is really sad. And going back to the scripture, mm-hmm. woe is you, you know, it'd be better for you to tie a millstone around your neck and throw yourself into the ocean than to, to lead them astray. Um, and then just perpetuating this, this it, it, it's, it's horrible. It, it's, it's horrible. I know in my experience uh, that I want to share briefly, um, I at another all girl Catholic school, I'll never forget this. They brought in Kaiser, uh, Permanente, which is a health provider here on the West Coast, um, in some parts in the Midwest, uh, they brought him in to do a presentation on condoms. And I will never forget this. I'll grow Catholic school. Um, I was actually just subbing there for Spanish. And they brought him into a present to do a presentation in the gym. And they so we all go to the gymnasium and all these like people who work for Kaiser come out. They they have different objects that uh, you know, show forth, uh, you know, or, you know, replicate, uh, you know, a man's genitalia. And you, they were showing the girls how to use condoms, how to put them on uh, a man. And, and then afterwards they offered that offered condoms to the girls, gave them a number uh, where they can call or where they can go pick them up if they need condoms. And I was just like, what in God's name is going on here? Um, uh, needless to say, I was never asked. I was asked never to go back to that school because after that presentation, I gave my opinion to the that classroom that I had, uh, even though I tried not to, but I, I had to because my conscience would not allow me to just stay quiet. Um, there was another school where I taught at. I've, I've had many of these experiences where uh, it was only October, uh, early October, and I was let go because uh, the the principal found out that I I was using Scott Hahn as one of my reference books for the class. How dare you? <laughs> and, wow. and they let me go. And I remember when I told Scott rebel. Hahn. Yeah, I remember I told Scott Hahn about this when I was doing my master at uh, at uh, Franciscan. And I remember I was sitting there in his office and I, I got really emotional because this was still kind of fresh. And and he looked at me, he put his hand over me. And he's like, it, it's going to be, okay. it's, it's fine. You know, he's like, but also I want to say thank you for standing up for the faith and, and, uh, and, uh, and believing in my work being part of that, the church's teachings, faith, uh, I mean, teachings, right. Like being legit, being Orthodox. Um, yeah, it was amazing, but, uh, but it was a very healing moment. And, um, but yeah, I, I remember another Jesuit school where I taught out where, um, uh, this uh, nun, I'm not going to say her name, but she found out that I was teaching at, I was going to begin teaching at this Jesuit school and she knew I was Orthodox. So she literally tracked me down uh, and she had the new principal who had just come in to this Jesuit school in LA. Um, she had him bring me in and basically he fired me. And you ask yourself, what was the basis? Well, he said that I lied about my credentials. I lied about my qualifications, which was again, a lie, but <laughs> what are you going to do? It's a, it's a Catholic school. They can do whatever the heck they want. They can fire you for whatever they want. Um, so I, I've had these experiences over and over again uh, in Catholic education, where um, if you are doing what you're supposed to be doing, teaching the church's uh, teachings, you will be persecuted and you will be um, 
ostracized and unfortunately fired uh, for for doing just that. And it, it's, it, it can scar you deeply, uh, so much so that you don't ever want to teach uh, at a Catholic school again. But he did teach at another Catholic school again. And this podcast will also continue next week. Stay tuned. I just want to encourage everyone to continue to pray with us on Instagram Live. Not live. On Instagram Stories and Facebook Stories. We don't check Facebook. I'm only on Instagram. I just kind of post through Instagram to Facebook. Anyway, go to the Stories. Pray the Novenas with us. Let's pray together and uh, pray for Afghanistan. Pray for Australia. Pray for everywhere. Pray for our nation because things are weird. They are. But when have they not been?